Original content. Content. Compelling discussions. Audio on demand. This is a Podcast 225 production. Synonyms of the word change. Alter. Make different. Become different. Adjust. And every day, we evolve. We adapt. We change. And this is where we talk about it. This is The Clay Young Show. Thanks, Neil. Well, this week we were going to talk about sports, the first week of the NFL season and some of the fallout from that. But since our last conversation over the weekend here in the capital city and quite frankly around the country, we have seen these crazy spikes in violence. And I wanted to talk with a couple of people who are on the front lines of trying to give a lot of these young men who are chiefly responsible in some of these communities, both as perpetrators and on the other side of this as victims, they're doing work with an organization called Truce. You know about Truce. They've been on before. As you know, I sit on the board of Truce and the board chair, Jeff LaDuff, and the executive director of the organization are both going to be on with us via phone in just a moment to talk a little bit about what's been happening here in the country and specifically here in Louisiana's capital city and in surrounding regions. Before we get started, I want to offer some prayers for the people in Florida and in Alabama who are dealing with the aftermath of Hurricane Sally and extend that as well to my neighbors in Lake Charles, Louisiana, here in Louisiana, who are still dealing with the aftermath of the storm that was previous to this and it's been it's been interesting to see the number of storms out in the gulf and man uh, just i mean looking at the gulf now there's a there's something down there that people are paying attention to so anyway it's it's been a tough year it's been the most 2020 thing we've seen having all these storms to go with everything else now back to this This crime, this stuff that's going on, not to take away from the conversation that we are about to have. I do think it, though, will take all hands on deck and it'll take all kinds of people who are stepping up to the plate. And here are a couple of thoughts that are just mine. I think where we can give a young man or a young woman another opportunity or to at least motivate them to take another way, another avenue Instead of violence, we have to try to do that. In the long run, everyone will benefit, right? Some of these kids don't have the ability to choose another option because many of them don't know another option exists. It's not a part of what they see and how they interact on a daily basis. And I think that's a big part of why they make some of the decisions they make. And so we should give those who we can catch a chance and then those who we have lost who may have a chance to be you know, captured again, as I use that phrase, we should try. And many people do, many businesses, many, many individuals, many churches, we try. Now, on the other side of that, there are some who are hell-bent on being irredeemable. They fight you so that you can't give them another option. They are determined to get to prison. And refuse the opportunity to choose something different. That's a different story. 
one thing we see a lot of is repeat offenders getting slaps on the wrist. And I'm talking about violent. This is specific to violent offenders. That, ladies and gentlemen, has to change. If you're going to bend over backwards and go really beyond the measure, let's do it for the kids on the bubble or the ones that we can get before they get there. Kids who are going around shooting people with impunity and don't really care about where they do it. That's a different conversation. You can't lump all of these kids into the same category. Sometimes the consequences just have to stick. That's me. And, and I think that there are some other conversations going on, like defund the police. Who do you think suffers the most if you defund law enforcement agencies? Poor communities. People who are most likely to call police officers. You want them to call Dairy Queen? I hear Burger King delivers now. You want them to call Burger King? So there's just got to be more grown-up ways to talk about some of these things than much of what's going on. And again, that's just my opinion. People don't have to agree with that. I think it's worth the investment in some of these young people. It just is. But I also think lurching aggressively to the other extreme and saying, let's just get rid of law enforcement. Come on. You're not really seriously wanting to be a part of this conversation. You just want to make noise. Dealing with rogue police officers, as my watch chimes into the conversation, dealing with police officers who break their oath or corruption in high governmental places, that's separate from people saying, get rid of police departments. Come on, y'all. Come on. Now. So let's talk about some of this violent stuff, the violent crime that's happening around our country and chat about some things we can do to make this different. Getting a number of these young people to just call a truce. The only interactive podcast in the capital city that lets you help solve a crime. There was a shooting. Okay, is someone shot? Yes, someone is shot. The Crime Stoppers podcast with Clay Young. Just some suspicious people running through the parking lot before. Real stories. It was my first love. Real crimes. Real people. Real justice. The Crime Stoppers podcast with Clay Young. Exclusively at podcast225.com. Clay Young here with John Conroy, the founder and owner of Pest Stop, your do-it-yourself pest control solution with locations in Baton Rouge and New Orleans. John, a lot of people, yours truly included, have seen their lawns turn brown and are about to make a huge mistake by spending a bunch of money on something that is likely not even the solution. Yeah, I'm really glad you called. You helped me with that. I did. Let's yes. talk about it. And, and this is why we've been around for 27 years. I mean, right. We love for people to come in and talk to us about what is really going on before mm-hmm. they go spend a bunch of money. Right. Not every job is a do-it-yourself job, and we'll be the first one to tell you whether it is or it's not. That's right. What you're talking about is sod webworms, and okay. it has nothing to do with a lawn maintenance company coming out and driving holes in the ground. Right. You'll kill some moles, but right. you're not going to solve your problem. Right, right. So you're talking about spraying the entire yard mm-hmm. with a synthetic pyrethroid, and that will solve your problem. In the Baton Rouge area, where can I find you? In Baton Rouge, we're located at 806 O'Neill Lane. That's about a block south of Old Hammond Highway. Or if you just have questions, give us a call at 273-4788, because we really can help you with that. 
the most important issues facing our state and our region. The Clay Young Show on podcast225.com. Back with Aisha Burgess, the executive director of Truce, and Jeff Leduff, former chief of the Baton Rouge Police Department and the president of the board of Truce. And this is a little bit, we were going to do something else this week related to sports, but in Louisiana's capital city, we've had about a three-week run of a spike in violent crime. And this year is rivaling the worst year in the history of the city as it relates to violence. And we wanted to talk with... What true talk talk about what truce is doing, and I sit on that board as well. So, AB Chief, what's going on? Hey, Clay, how are you? How are you? <laughs> doing well, doing well. You doing all right, man? I am, man. Just uh, trying to avoid cocoa and keep it between the ditches, if you know what I mean. I, I yeah, Covina, man. I'm scared of Covina. <laughs> Covina. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and it's it's crazy, but. That's a subject for another day. We'll wait until another couple of weeks, and then we've got a really good story to tell y'all about COVID. But we'll we'll wait about fourteen more days. <laughs> uh, let, let's talk a little bit about. So we were all on a call as we record this this morning uh, for a board meeting, talking about some of the violence going on here. So uh, you know, I'll start with you, Chief. Your thoughts on this summer and what's been happening? Well, you know. I- for me, Clay, it's it's scary. You know, I, I, I'm watching the number of young people, and, you know, we, we anticipated, uh, the criminalists across the country anticipated that with COVID and, uh, the you know, the closing of society as we had it uh, for maybe as much as two months, three months, that we were going to see an uptick in the number of homicides that occurred uh, within the homes, domestic homicides, uh, and, and domestic violence would increase. But what we're seeing is a lot of young folks, man. And, you know, I, I don't know how that ties in to COVID. I don't know how that ties in to, you know, the, the theory the criminals came up with. And, and maybe it's just something I'm not seeing. But it's scary to know that these kids are losing their lives at the rate that uh, across the country, I, I mean, across the country, what, what's driving that man? What, what, what is it? There's gotta be some factor that, that drives you to, to shoot with impunity. And, and the thing that's scary is the number of multiples where, where multiple people are being shot. We had an event the other day where, Four people were shot. We had another event where multiple people were shot just a few days back. Uh, you know, it, it, that's what's scary. Uh, no regard for, for human life or bystanders. Look at the number of kids have been innocent bystanders, you know, in these incidents. We, we lost a young, beautiful baby uh, in this community just a couple of weeks ago. Uh, it has to stop, man. It, it's just time. I agree with you, and it's mm-hmm. just and and AB, you can speak to this. It isn't yeah. just, it isn't just the strategies in the neighborhoods where the violence is at its worst. Now, yeah. you have violence taking place in the middle of roadway r- roadways on highways in the middle of the day. Yes, yes. So, like 
currently, Clay, I kind of will echo what um, Jeff just said. Um, during a pandemic, um, we're just seeing so many young lives. And outside of just our young people dying, like at this point, there's no real regard for human life. Um, you know, I remember at a time when you knew at a certain time of night, maybe we will see an uptick in violence. But now we're seeing it during the daytime. We're seeing a lot of it through um, road rage. Um, there's no longer a care that we're seeing for um, other people that may be in the surrounding areas of a particular target or a person that they're seeking um, that they're seeking to harm. And this is kind of a trend and an uptick that, not only something that we're seeing in Baton Rouge, but it's something that we are seeing um, across the country right now. And and it's so heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking when we are seeing young, young beautiful kids um, that we're losing um, to violence at this time. So what do you do? I mean, it's, it's go, go ahead. Go ahead, Chief. No, it's just a lost potential that, that gets me. You know, um, yeah. It's a lost potential. And, and I think about one of the kids that's in our program that A.B. met uh, uh, some years ago. And, you know, this kid was, was, was you know, getting out of jail when, when Aishala met him. And, yeah. you know, you would think not much, much potential there, right? You, you would say there's just not a lot of potential. And that's somebody that we can write off and, you know, society will say, mm, why invest? But, yeah. you know, the program did invest, and, and he mm-hmm. took advantage of the services. And he is, you see his potential today. That's what that's what just drives me in my, my oh, my gosh. It, it, <laughs> it's so much potential that's just going away. Because we see what these kids can become. With just a little bit of push, a little bit of direction, but man, these guys don't care. They just lay you down. Uh, you say the wrong thing in a song, or disrespect something about them, or, or whatever the case may be, and they find you and lay you down. I, I mean, it's scary. It, it really is. is. It is, and and like you said, I mean, you can't even get into arguments with these kids now. And there's a for those listening in other parts of. The country, one of the main thoroughfares in Baton Rouge is a road called Blue Bonnet. And it's where, you know, the largest mall in the region is. And during the middle of the day, maybe about four weeks ago, a road raid incident incident uh, ended up in some guys firing shots into the car of somebody. And so even having an altercation inside of a car could lead to gunplay. Yeah. And that and that's really that's really, really the the scary the scary part is that um, everything that's kind of happening now is becoming so so random and so and so quick that it's hard to um, put your hand on the the motive of a lot of the violence that that we are seeing. But there's also a lot place for us to all be clear to everyone that's listening is that. They're putting a lot of this out there. There's a lot that's happening in social media. There's a lot that may be happening across a lot of these um, music videos, songs that a lot of the kids are seeing, and somebody is hearing it. There, there's talk about what the next move is going to be, and I, I just think that 
so many of us need to need to come together and and say something. If you see something, if you hear something, it's just so important to notify someone of what you're hearing, even if you're not sure of what you heard. At least notify someone um, that that a potential violent act may be occurring next. What have y'all found to be the most effective way to reach some of these young men to at least get them to consider another option? The most effective way that I found is your your face-to-face kind of communication that we were able to have with them um, pre-COVID. That conversation where if you're hearing something, we're we're going to the schools, you know, we're we're pulling you out of your homes. We're going and we're trying to have those direct conversations um with your parents because for some kids they just need to see that somebody cares, that there is hope, um, that you can do something something different. Um and I thought that was the most effective um kind of strategy that we had but that we had before where we were able to engage them, not in the big group settings, because we've talked, we've been on here before, and we've talked about the call-in, but sometimes that one-on-one connection that you're you're able to have with a young person, and also that conversation that we're able to have with our, with the parents involved um, as well, I found that to be um, the most effective strategy that we had before. Hey, Clay, just to take a step back, I wanted to say something on what Ashley just said as well. You know, see something, say something. You know, how many times have you been in a position and said, as an older person in your community, you know, and see something and say, "Wow, I just don't understand that. Right. I just don't. I just don't get that." Right. We, you, we may not get it, but there are people who are trained within law enforcement, within the intel community of law enforcement. That may understand because they they've been watching the social media, they've been on these threads, they they've been following this. They know some of the players, and to me, as a, a citizen riding through my community, or you know, having a conversation with somebody younger person in my family or in my neighborhood, and, and walk away from that conversation or that event and say, "Man, I just don't get that here." That's, sometimes we can't just sit on that. That's a body that's about to be laid down somewhere. You've got mm-hmm. to be on the phone and let somebody know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's how we stop this. Because there are trained people. They, you know, they, they, they have the, the background information that can build the puzzle. You know, I don't get it, but they may. It's what I'm trying to say, man. Uh, yeah. We just have to take take responsibility and, and, and pass this information on these days. How imp- yeah, and Clay, just to go even back before you go into your next question with what I would implore, like, all of your listeners, um, if you're parents, you know, pay attention to what's on your, your kids' social media pages. What are they listening to? Pay attention to some of those uh, rap videos and rap songs and rappers and what they're really saying when they're listening to these videos on YouTube. I would... Definitely, definitely plead with parents to pay attention to to what 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 they're hearing and what their kids are seeing. I I, I agree. And talk about the importance of mentoring 
and specifically mentoring these kids when they are young? Yeah. Clay, we, we are who we are because we are socially mirrored. Yeah. Meaning, I drive what I drive. I, I became what I became uh, from parents, from, you know, I don't steal because Miss Nene whipped me for, for eating one of her watermelons when I was a little boy, right? Uh, I shouldn't have been in her watermelon path. And Miss Nene's not related to me. So I, when I start talking about how I became who I became, all those are mentors. Now, at the time, I didn't see Miss Nene as a mentor. I didn't. I just saw her as a mean lady who lived down the road from where I grew up. But as I matured, I realized Miss Nene was an important mentor in my life, right? So our coaches, our educators, our ministers, our clergy, the, the guy who had a successful life that lived down the road from us, the lady who, who we buy the Dixie Cups from in the neighborhood, uh, I learned entrepreneurship from her. I mean, open your eyes to see what's around you and where you're grabbing your information and you find your mentors. Now, to do what we're doing and, and to take it down to a one-on-one -on -one level and, and try and show them a clear path, that's something that I think socially, as a, 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 a real, genuine member of our community and society, I should want to share with some young person how I built a successful career, how I moved through that career, and what it looks like now that I'm on the other side of that career. I think we have to be willing to just give that information, divorce ourselves of what we have. I, I can't hold on to it. I need to give it to somebody. And there's a lot of people in our community that need to be sharing their history, their path, uh, their knowledge with the young people to maybe give them an option because we see it work. We can give you direct examples and show you people who started out rocky, but they're on the right road now. You know? Mm -hmm. seeing it. And, and we've seen it before when people wonder why do these kids make these decisions and, and how do they end up in, certain, in, in some of this trouble and are so violent. A big part of that, and y'all could speak to it, is they've never seen any other option. They don't, they've never seen acted out other ways to deal with conflict. Almost everyone around them is either throwing hands or shooting bullets. They don't see a whole lot of let's sit down and have a conversation. Yeah. And that's the important part, too. I think um, what people also have to understand is how we also come categorize a lot of our kids, too. Um, there's always that he could have done something different or he should have been someone else. But a lot of our kids, A, some of them are really trying to survive. And a lot of them, like Jeff said, are mimicking kind of what, what they're seeing. And so to go back to your part about mentoring that's why it's so important and maybe that mentor on the street may not look like your normal oh you're my mentor person right it may not look like your normal oh i own my own business i'm doing success you know i'm doing things i make a whole lot of money it may be the guy on the street that just decided to get out the game and and you are reaching back to pull another young person in and I think people will be surprised if you just take a little 
a little time because a lot of people are saying, well, I'm not, I'm not the perfect mentor. You know, maybe I've been incarcerated before, you know, maybe, you know, I'm that person that I, if on application, you know, a mentor and agency probably wouldn't take me, but I've made different choices and changes in my life. That's the most important piece and person that could ever mentor another young person, somebody that's gone through, gone through the same thing because everybody can't be a mentor. It's all about connections and how you can relate to the kid and whether or not that particular kid um, will even open up to listen to you. And I don't think how, how people really understand how committed some of these young people are to not only violence, but to others in their, in their violent groups. I mean, it's scary right, how locked right. in they are. It is because if you talk to them, if you have those conversations where you're talking to them, they, when you're talking about the groups, for them, that's family. To them, that's the person that I lean on the most. To them, you know, that's the person when I need to talk that's there for, for me. Um, and so if you talk to a lot of them, they're looking, they want, they want to do something, they want to do something different, but you also have to have that right connection to, to reach that young person, to be able to show him. And I think, especially what the work that we're doing now, I think that's what made the shift so cool is that they are having those conversations with Tyron. They are able to hear his story and they don't feel like they're being pushed into mentorship. Well, but for, they are listening and they're hearing. Well, well, for the benefit of people who didn't hear about the shift before, tell everyone what that is. Oh, so the shift is um, a phone call that happens every other week with um, Tyra Matthew, who's a LSU former LSU football player and um, Super Bowl champion. He played for the Kansas yeah. City Chiefs. Yeah, you had to and, throw that and part he decides, in there, didn't you? <laughs> and he yeah, decides, yeah, he's still part of the I just want to throw that in. Yeah. You know, okay, he, Jeff. He, he, go ahead. <laughs> okay, Jeff. And he comes on. <laughs> and he comes on, and the kids are able to ask him whatever they want to. They're able to um, listen to him if they if they want to. And we have some of our um, more violent kids that will jump on. They may not show their face. They may not engage in complete conversations, but they're getting on, and they are they are listening. And I think that's the important piece is that. He's decided to to give up himself and give up his time and and make time to give back to to our young people. And our goal also is just to reach kids and have those gems and those seeds planted early. So we have younger kids. We have elementary kids on the call. We have middle school kids on the call because we want to hit you early. Because talking to a lot of my kids, a lot of them express that by the time they hit middle school, especially high school, they were already they were already gone. It was hard to kind of reel them back in. And so our goal is maybe we can lay that foundation and maybe we can plant, plant the seeds of being successful at a, at a younger, at a younger age while trying to um, reach our kids that's quote unquote far gone and just kind of bring them back and see that, that you do matter, that we do see you, that we do love you and that you can do something different with your life. Yeah. I mean, it's like to add, let, let me see say this too about the shift because the most I mean Tyron has dropped some true nuggets man when I tell you some of the things it's no holds barred it's, it's genuine and one of the biggest things I take away a question was asked in the, at one of the very first shift calls we had and the reason he calls it the shift and it's, it's known as the shift 
is because he explains that he had to make a shift in who he was. He's very honest about his troubles at LSU and that he, he was kicked off the team. And, and one person asked this question. How did you become the man that you are today? And his answer was profound. He said, I've always been this man. I've always been this person. I just had to make the shift and get the minutia out of the way, get all the, 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 the disruptors out of the way, all of that stuff that I didn't need or shouldn't have been into. I had to get it out of the way. And I made that shift and became who you see today. But I've always been that guy. So I say there's an opportunity for everyone. Because, you know, a lot of people wrote this kid off, man. And now we see his potential. A.B. started this with the fact that he's all pro and and he's a Super Bowl winning football player. I mean, significant, Mm -hmm. man. That's significant. So, man, you know. I don't know. We we got to we 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 can't give up. We can't. We can't stop. Uh I think everybody needs a shot. And you know to 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 be part of something that tries to help is is that. I mean, one thing I want to say to Clay, we were just talking about, you know, catching these kids and a lot of people point to single parent homes and say these kids don't have an opportunity. Let me say this. There's a lot of successful human beings I know that was raised by one parent. Mm-hmm. A lot of them. It's not single parent homes that's the problem. It's broken homes that's the problem. I don't care if you have one good parent that's there and driving and pushing and making sure you become what your potential say you can become. You can make it because there are lots of examples of that in the world. It's broken. When, when, when the home is broken, that's when we have that problem and when mentorship needs to come in. And when I was raising my son, I wasn't trying to raise him just in this house. Right. Right. I was, anybody who he would listen to, any person that, that was positive and, you know, that could give him something to bring forward. I was never jealous to harm by that. I, I welcomed it. Yep. He needed to hear more than my voice and his mother's voice. Yep. And, you know, it, it's, don't be afraid to let other people gain trust from your child, man. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid of that. It, it, it's all accomplishing what you really want, and that's for your child to do better than you have done. So yeah. welcome that. One hundred percent, one hundred percent, and and so so well said, uh, Aishala. For mm-hmm. people who, and and let me say this before I I ask you to do this, for all of the people out there who are pained by what they see on the mm-hmm. news as it relates to the violence, and they read in the newspaper and they're thinking, "Man, I wish I could do something because this is just terrible." One thing you can you can do is support truce and the work that we've been doing mm-hmm. for a long time. So tell people a how they can learn more about truce and b mm-hmm. how they can get involved. Uh, get involved, also known as give money. So let's <laughs> let's let's talk a little bit about that. Yes. So if you would like to learn anything about truce, you can go to our website at www.callatruce.com. 
www.ncr.org, and that will give you a general understanding of who we are. And, of course, if you just would like to sit down and have a conversation with me about the work that we're doing, um, you can also call us at 225-239-7835. There's also a contact information card that you can leave, and it will directly send an email if you want to to give, if you want to talk about truth, um, and if you would like to just give to truth, um, you can definitely, we are a nonprofit. Uh, we are a 501c3, and we are always accepting donations. You can drop it off at our office at 1120 Government Street, um, and we'll be glad to take any donations and any support that anyone would be willing to give us at this time. Um, if you have a young person or you know of a young person and you're not sure and you just want him to, to stay on track, then definitely please follow our social media handles at truth underscore BR, truth BR on Facebook, and um, allow your kids to kind of join the shift. Allow him to come in and have those conversations, um, not only with myself, but with Tyron, um, and be a part of something that's good. I think it's it's a great thing to do, and... I mean, we, we're we committed to this, and Jeff, I know you will agree with me that AB is one of the hardest workers you'll ever see and is one of the most committed Thanks, to these kids that you'll ever see, not to mention she also is an assistant district attorney, <laughs> and I, I think you have to have yeah. committed people to make a difference. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, I, I, yeah, AB is truth, and I will tell anyone that. No doubt. Uh, you know, we, we're, we're on the board, but AB is on the ground. That, that's a different place. Um, and, and making a difference. We see success. You know, oftentimes when I was in office, I, I remember mother saying, I'm at the end of my rope. Mm-hmm. What else can we do? And we didn't have a group like Truce back then. Right. You know, now we do. So to those of you who are out there and I can see just how you're positioned, you're sitting on a chair and your feet are under your table and I can see your hands, your faces in your hands and I can see your eyes closed. I can see the tears welling up in the corner of your eye. I've talked to a lot of mothers and fathers who were right there. You have some, I mean, you don't have to go through this by yourself. Let's save these kids, man. Let's give them a shot. Not every child is going to take the services. Not every child is is going to meet their potential. We understand that. We understand Mm -hmm. it. Give it a shot. Mm -hmm. Give it a shot. What do you have to lose, man? Right. And, and exactly. And, and Clay, if I can, um, it's so important just to give them an opportunity. While we're out here and we're fighting, we have two amazing ladies um, that work with our kids. Ms. Lenitria Turner and Ms. Alexandra Singleton. And they are the real, true MVPs and a heartbeat of what we do because they will walk through life with you. If you take one step, we're definitely going to take two with you. Um, they're going to be by your side. If you're trying to get back in school, we have 
Miss Turner's at a school right now this morning with a parent just trying to get a kid enrolled in school and kind of trying to make sure that this kid has a schedule um, to be successful in school. But those are the things that, that we're going to do. We're not just sitting in our office. We're not just behind the desk. We're not just oh, listening to you and just kind of referring you all over the universe. We're actually walking and working with you hands in hand. Those girls are amazing. They keep this program moving and they are just committed as I am to making sure that each and every child is successful. All we're asking and all we're begging is that you make the first step and you give us a call. Give us a call and we will make sure that we do everything we can to make sure that you choose a different path. So awesome. So awesome. Thank you all. I appreciate it. And it was even better that Hiller wasn't on the call. So this was this was good. So. <laughs> Who's that guy anyway? Hiller Moore? Well, yeah. he, he, he swears he's a part-time gardener. Uh, but, um, yeah. But, you know. That stuff, man. I'm telling you, man. There's no question. I, I think there was still a Whole Foods sticker on one of those cucumbers he was trying to peddle yeah. out there one day. So, you know. Yeah. That's right, Hiller. Yeah. We'll see you. Uh, <laughs> but thank y'all. Hey, man. Anytime, thank Clay. You. Anytime. Thank you for having us. Coronavirus. It's changing as you and I speak right now. Yeah. When the world changes, there's one place the Capital Region comes for answers. We have increased stress and the closure of schools. Podcast225.com and The Clay Young Show. Answers to your COVID-19 questions. That's pretty much how most viral illnesses act. From the people at the top. Truly an invisible enemy that we're uh, fighting here. The world is changing. Are you ready? Promote your business or organization on Podcast225.com. Podcast225.com is quickly becoming a weekly tradition for Louisiana listeners. Every month, thousands hear the weekly Clay Young Show. Every week, Clay sits with some of the state's most fascinating and entertaining people. Posting your company's logo on the Podcast225.com website or having a professionally produced commercial air on The Clay Young Show is a great way to access a loyal and informed audience. Get more information by calling 225-214-1550. That's 225-214-1550. The issues, the policies, the people. This is The Clay Young Show. Well, that was fun. You see how Jeff always has to sneak in that shot about my 49ers winning that Super Bowl every time. I'll get him back. I'll get him back. But I'm glad they came on to talk about what's happening with these young people and some of what we can do to get involved. And hey, if you're wondering about it, Ashla said it to you. She told you all the ways you can help Truce, or if you know a young person who's in need of mentoring and, 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 and the social workers who work with these young people who try to give them a better option. It's just something to consider. And if you're a company looking to have your people volunteer time and money, to a solution-oriented operation, this is one to think about. Real talk. With that, thank you so much for being here with us for another edition of The Clay Young Show here at podcast225.com. Also available on iTunes, the Apple Podcast app, iHeartMedia, and airing weekends on Talk 107 
3FM in Baton Rouge. You can check me out on Twitter at ClayYoungBR, on Facebook, ClayYoung, and on Instagram, Clay underscore YoungBR. With that, you guys have a great one, and we'll catch you next time here at podcast225.com. Thanks for listening. Join us next week for another edition of The Clay Young Show.